to Movie Fans and Netflix Ventures. This is Bros Who Binge Podcast. My name is Adam Schubert. And as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? Back again. Yes, sir. Look, I'm doing well. I saw Cocaine Bear. I'm here to tell y'all it's lit. Mandalorian was good. And I will see Creed tomorrow. So I'll put out a, like a little a little review on the side. But like, I just, I just, did you see it? When yeah, I figured you didn't, and I didn't, I didn't hear from you, so I didn't see it either. So I was like, I'm gonna go see it tomorrow during the day, uh, like like around lunch. So I'm excited for that. But Cocaine Bear was great, man. You need to check it out. Like that shit was hilarious. Yeah, I've heard those. It was pretty good. Um, Creed, I definitely want to see. It's crazy because you got Scream coming out this week. I'm like, holy shit. There's so much shit out. It's wild. But hey, um, I heard I heard Creed is like amazing. Lil Red told me it's the best one. Like he told me it was his favorite movie in the whole Rocky. I've seen some tweets where people are like, "They've these are the, like four moments in anime they recaptured." I know. Recaptured. I, so I look. I, I I heard man, Michael B. Jordan during those interviews was like, "I really did that," and apparently he really did. I need. I'm I'm gonna go see it tomorrow. I'm going. And I've seen people rank it as the third Creed movie and of the trilogy. So I'm just like, does that mean it was bad? Does that mean that the other two are just way better? Like, okay, so from I, I've heard from multiple people. My friend Norm told me he put it second. He he went Creed one, Creed three, Creed two. Uh, Reg told me he thinks it's the best of all the Rocky shits. Like, uh, like all you could throw in Stallone shit. I was like, damn, that's crazy. what I'm expecting. That's what I'm expecting too. And like a lot of people on the internet would say that, but I did see the people that what you're talking about who's like, it's okay. So I don't I I don't know I don't know I I think I think we will like it though. All right. So yeah, that's the, all that's coming out. There's plenty of stuff on TV. We had double Pedro Pascal for one more week uh, with Last of Us and Mando, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about, and then we'll talk a little bit about Pepper Face too because it was a pretty fire episode. But that also wraps up this week. Oh wait, oh yeah, Last of Us does wrap up this week. Yeah. Look. That's the best in Poker Face wrap up, but we're just getting started on Mando, and then there's other stuff popping up too. Look, my thing is this: uh, with Last of Us, okay, I'm glad it, you know, it was good. Not, not what I thought it was gonna be in terms of the best show of the year, but I'm glad to be switching from zombie, uh, zombie uh, bacteria to now I'm in Katie Sackoff and <laughs> my man. Jin and freaking Apollo Creed. Speaking of fucking <laughs> Creed, fucking he, him in that Creed. damn city. Sh- hell yeah. Shout out to uh, Grief Cargo. So I'm hyped to talk about Mando. Um, yeah, so uh, let's uh, just go ahead and, and jump right into stuff. The one thing I had up on top that I'll just brush over real quick is that they officially pushed pushed uh Feige Star Wars which we knew and Taika still says that he thinks he's gonna do it but whatever man I'm good with what we got at this point. So wait just Kevin Feige's thing's not happening? Is that what you that's they what you said, said it shelved. Oh it shelved damn they shelved Kevin Feige crazy that's wild whatever he might I mean, I, yeah. he, he might not have enough time bro like Marvel might be kicking his ass like his Marvel shit ain't been popping recently you know, the, the only thing I Star Wars wise that I'd really like to see is I really would have liked to see that Patty Jenkins if they, but at this point, I'd rather see the people who do Top Gun do that movie. Mm. Um, that would be fire. like it's so similar. 
Yeah, no, no, uh, that would be fire. Holy shit. And honestly, with everything that's been going on in the poker face, I would rather see Ryan Johnson do something that's totally off the wall and different. Like, I want them to start, like, and that's what the whole thing with Taika is, is like, you know, maybe you're doing a different kind of Star Wars movie. That's what I kind of want to see in, in, in the movie space, unless it's like a Amanda Ahsoka TV movie. Okay. See, that's what I'm thinking. The, the the next movie we're gonna get is like that the the com the combination of like the storytelling of what's going on right now between the Mando, Boba, Ahsoka, that stuff. But to your point, like, look, if Tyga gives us something interesting, I'll take it. I'm not mad at it. I just think it's very interesting that Feige's thing got shelved, and I would like to know what the idea was. Like, is Skeleton King still that Jude Law thing? That that's still happening, huh? Yeah, it's still happening. It's still on the scene. So, like, how is that thing still happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but it's already done, though, huh? Um, it comes didn't out this year. A, didn't we see a trailer? No, but it comes out this year. You sure? Maybe it was the leak shit. I don't know. I thought I saw Jude Law in that. In in when you see like a look at Jude Law. I've never seen anything in Jude Law. Damn. Okay. Real. Could be tripping. But. Um. Yeah, so the only thing besides Star Wars stuff that's been a big deal is uh, Batman casting Salvatore Moroni. Um, Lancey Brown gets the nod for that role. And um, look, they I started filming. The pictures, um, yeah, we, the, the pictures are dropping. We knew Salvatore Moroni would be in. And Christina, Christina Milotti looks great. Like, I'm so excited that she's in this. And they say the Batman 2 starting to film. Like, so the push is here, baby. The push is here. The Batman is it, going. So, like, I am hyped. So he's definitely going to be, like, there's no way they're filming this now. And they filmed the Batman in November. And he's not in this. No way, bro. No fucking way. He's in this. He's going to be in this. Who is going to be in it? Pattinson, bro. I'm expecting to see Pattinson. You can maybe even show Zoe Kravitz. Or you think that's too much? Well, Zoe shouldn't even be there. I mean, I it's know. about her family, though. But she'll fuck with him. You're right. Yeah. Um, I If they don't show Batman, there will obviously be the mentions. They're going to show Gordon, I think, then. If, huh? I, think if, I mean, Gordon is a like, more likely possibility. Um, but I think what this might end up doing is setting up villains. Mm. I'm, I'm, look, I'm hyped either way. The casting list looks nuts. Like all these people, I'm, I'm super intrigued to see what they're gonna be. But the fact that they have Sophia Falcone, I wonder if we're going more the like going deeper down that long Halloween road because we never got that part. And it's rumored right now that that we're gonna see Harvey Dent movie too, which. Goes Which down that long Halloween road. Be interesting to see if that's where the reveal comes. Mm. If, if you think you think they're ballsy enough to introduce Harvey Dent in the Penguin series as like as Harvey Dent and then change him in the movie. What do you mean change him? Like um, like uh, have like, him go through the thing. We, yeah, yeah. Have, have him, him become two face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like Ooh, what we're talking about with Star Wars and is. Marvel's trying this out first, and the show, the movie Marvels, I guess, is going to be really the first test of that. True. Like Kang, Kang was kind of a soft launch, but it's like, you know, can you develop something on TV and bring it into the movie and have people be interested? Follow that, yeah. 
And so, like, so that's the thing with Star Wars. Like, you could, what if down the line they did a Mando Ahsoka event that was in theaters? Ooh, you think they put that in theaters? You don't think that's, that's what I'm saying? Be... Like, I think that's, Damn. I think that's what we're getting to. Okay, real. Yeah, I can see that being at least the franchises. Then going on Disney Plus. Yeah, okay. So, like, if you're DC, you're like, okay, well, what if we made a Harvey Dent reveal at the end of Penguin? Penguin? Yeah. Or shit, have him in the beginning, like, have him be like a main character. I'm saying, like, no, I- I'm thinking crazier than that. Like, Retro, I'm with did you. they do that with recently? What? Oh, The Mandalorian. Where like they were promoting a whole show, and you don't even know that one of the the side, the number two most important character is a, a Yoda clown. Basically. Oh yeah, 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 facts, like, facts. You know. facts. But that's what I'm saying. Like, have I'm, if they really want to be ballsy, I'd have him be a main character in the show. But like, I, I don't know if they will. They'll probably do it as like a cameo if they go down that Harvey Dent road. And right now, that's a rumor. But I could believe it because of, like I said, the long Halloween ties that have been just flowing through this 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 uh this franchise but i'm hype man hype for penguin hype for the batman 2 or part two uh, not not two the one bit of marvel we have is on their tv side in disney plus they're bringing back daredevil and now we know for a fact that john Barenthal will return as punisher damn he's coming back yes. nice that's what's up see okay that's that's hard Oh damn! Are they gonna recast Foggy and Karen? Because he said yes. no word on that. Oh, they're gonna recast them. Well, I, that's the second part of the story is that the the actors playing Foggy and Karen won't return, but no, we don't know if they're gonna be recast. Oh, they I think won't. you could do it without recasting. Oh, like damn. I think you could just like have him be rolling with a new crew. Yeah, that's some just... sick shit. Let me just be honest. Like <laughs> they bring it back. They brought back Kingpin. They brought back Daredevil. They brought back Punisher. Imagine you not getting brought back. That's some fucked up shit. <laughs> now that her show's canceled, what if they brought Tatiana Maslany just to be like his like? Oh, his his per like as his sidekick. Maybe that's possible. Yeah, like have him be like his lawyer partner. I could see that. You think? Okay, so my question is: Are they gonna bring back Luke Cage and Jessica Jones? Like, obviously not Iron Fist, but probably not right away. Okay, but they'll probably recast him. Yeah, see, you uh, like you don't Mike think Coulter's Mike Coulter? Yeah, like, do it, Mike Coulter's doing Christian like plain. <laughs> what up? I think at this point, I think at this point, I'd rather see someone else do it than Kristen Ritter. Yeah, I think I'd rather see somebody else do it than than Mike Coulter too. If I'm being honest, oh, Bernthal just yeah, fits it as like just the mean cop guy. Like it just works for him, man. Like he, he's he, just he, the perfect Frank Castle. He, yeah, he pulls it off. He really does. So I'm it's I'm just okay the role with that. He was meant for. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going into the trailers. Let's talk about that TMNT trailer. I think it's a good kids movie. Yeah, look, I think it's I think it's dope. I think it's an interest. I I think it's smart of Seth Rogen to go the route that he did, and in, instead of introducing Shredder, introducing like all their other like lore, and then build to Shredder. I think that's really smart. Whether he makes a TV show or another movie, I always wondered like you don't have to go to Shredder first, and I'm glad he didn't. Yeah, I think he's doing something different with them, which is good. And also, I feel like he's doing the team versions. That's something we haven't really ever seen before. Yep. Um, so I think that's a good move overall by them. Um, and the animation looks pretty on, good, too. It doesn't look bad. There's a little bit on it that, yeah, the animations, it's very Spider-Verse, which I think is a good mm-hmm. sign. Uh, mm-hmm. You can see it. You can tell it's comic booky. Um, 
So Micah, Abby, Shimon, Brown Jr., Nicholas, Cantu, and Brady Noon are voice Donatello, Michelangelo, Leonardo, and Raphael, respectively. Um, Hannibal Burris is Genghis Frog. Rose Byrne is Leatherhead. John Cena is Rocksteady. Ice Cube is Superfly. Um, Ayo Edibiri is April O'Neill. Giancarlo Esposito is Baxter Stockman. Post Malone is Ray Filet. Paul Rudd is Mondo Gecko. <laughs> Maya Rudolph is Cynthia uh, Utron. And Rogan is Bebop. Who's Casey Jones? Did they say? No. Oh, damn. I thought they were going to have a... They better have a Casey Jones. Come on. Come on, Seth Rogen. You think Casey Jones is April O'Neil in this case? Nah, uh No, no, no. April O'Neil is the, like, the... uh Is the newscaster lady. Like, April O'Neil is, like, their best friend. So, like, Casey Jones is the hockey mask homie who, uh, who's, like, the vigilante. Maybe that's a movie two thing or, like, part two thing since they do have so much of the... I'm guessing it's going to be like a lot of the radioactive like animals that they're fighting, which is very interesting. Right. I think like it's going to explore the ooze. Yeah, that's what it seems like. That's what it seems like. And I'm and I'm okay with that. Um. So from one kid's movie to another, what do you think of Haunted Mansion? Uh, hmm. Le- less excited about that. Thought it was. I yeah, I feel was, like we're Team NT. We're Team NT excels. And this is a Nickelodeon thing. All just this is a Nickelodeon Films thing. Nickelodeon Films does a very good job of making movies that span generations. Yeah, Disney does a bad job of that. Yes, they do. Disney is good at doing one-offs. Like once they get with their with their live actions. Like I would say their animated do a good job of spanning generations, but live actions not so much. Like especially that franchise. That franchise is like dead, bro. Like Pirates of the Caribbean was the only one that lasted, but that was because of Johnny Depp. Like I'm trying to think of like other live action like Disney shows. They all suck. Like I can't think of our Disney movies. I can't think of any right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, the only one I can think of that I enjoyed even a little bit was Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin was decent. I Jungle Book wasn't bad either, but, but then you got things like you got things like Mulan, Strange World, Never Disenchanted. Like Mulan was 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 not that great. Disenchanted. I guess Tron. I do like Tron. That's a Disney movie. That was a long time ago. Yeah, and, but they're, aren't they bringing it back? Yeah. Okay. Tomorrowland. That wasn't that great. My girlfriend likes Maleficent, but it was whatever. But yeah, Iron Mansion. Not too excited. Um, everyone's seeing. Everyone's cashing a check. Yeah, pretty much. Or, or is that, Rosario is probably in this because they were like, well, if you're going to be a Sophie, you got to do something else. Yeah, one, give us one. You know, she's like, all right, I'll get paid. Fuck it. Um, so let's talk about some exciting trailers. First, we'll talk about Ghosted, the action film with Chris Evans, Ana de Armas, where Ana de Armas is a CIA agent. Good that switch. Chris Good Evans switch. meets and he thinks he gets ghosted, but it's actually a CIA agent. I actually really like that. First, the trailer started. I was like, oh, is this going to be a some movie about him getting ghosted and like some weird shit and then like when she's a CIA agent I was like oh mm-hmm. no I look I thought it was uh I thought it was good like when, when the switch happened I was like okay and then but when he was in the car I was like this is funny like the London man's like oh yeah he shouldn't have international calling I was like 
damn, bro, you did get ghosted. Like, you really went across the pond to get ghosted, my boy. But then when it turns out the CIA thing, I'm like, all right, this is interesting. This is, he ain't get ghosted. Chris Evans too pretty to get ghosted. So I get it. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about it is that he's now going to be fighting <laughs> spies. She's probably going to turn him into a spy, too. But how does this regular guy, this regular homie who was just chilling like you and me, go into London and turn into a spy? They would kill him. They would murder yes. him. <laughs> like, zero training? Are, are we just supposed to believe he was Captain America in another life? Yeah, it's not like the next trailer we'll talk about, Citadel, where it's a, someone who lost their ability to realize that they're a spy. This person mm -hmm. is actually just not a spy. But yeah, so Citadel, Priyanka Chopra plays a former spy that gets awakened by uh, Richard Madden. Yeah. Or does she get awakened? I couldn't really tell, but it, That's what it seems like that she's going to get awakened. So, you know, I'm not mad at that. It, it looks pretty good, but I just hope. And that's the Russo bros. Yeah. That's the thing. I hope it's not some corny spy flick by the Russo bros once again, but it's very highly chance that that might be the case. And but I do think it's funny. I thought the, my favorite thing about the whole trailer was that in big bold, it said Priyanka Chopra Jonas. I was like, you stunt that you're a Jonas Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> Shoot, why not? Yeah, so I'm saying, make it be known. I was, I was with it. I was like, do you think? Um, I'm in. I'm probably intrigued to see her in in this movie because I've never really seen her in anything. Me neither. Uh, Me neither. So I kind of wanted to see how it goes. Um, mm -hmm. but, so I, I'll probably see be watching happens. that. Um, yeah, I'll, so, I'll watch. I'll give it the two episode trance, like to see if it hooks me. I was a episodic. I was a movie. Oh, it's not. It's no. It is. It's not a TV. Oh no, it is a movie. You're right. It is a movie. That was a TV show. No, no, no it is a movie. Uh, now we'll talk about two TV shows. The first, I Am Virgo, um, made by the creators of Sorry to Bother You. Oh, that's a TV I show. I thought that was a movie. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, okay, real. Look, the Sorry to Bother You dude makes some weird shit. I'm just interested to how weird this is going to get. Are we going to get horse people fucking weird? Like, sorry to bother you. So, like, he's a 13-foot-tall he's a thirteen foot tall guy, and what it seems like through the trailer is that other people have other powers. Mm, you're right, yes, because they, the, they had the girl that was, like, doing all the little twitchy shit, and, like, they had some other mm -hmm. shit. Like, so, it didn't look like someone was flying on a, a jetpack in, like, a little bit Something part of the like trailer. That. Like, yeah, so I'm interested in that. Where's that going, Netflix? That's an that's a Amazon. Oh, nice. Okay. Feel more confident. Uh, from what we yeah. talked about, uh, Ghosted is Apple TV, Citadel, and I Am Virgo or Amazon. Okay, nice. And then our last trailer, Silo, is Apple TV. Look, it looks good, but like Rashida Jones in a serious role? Question mark? It doesn't, it doesn't look like she's a main role. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But it's just she, when I saw it, it's just like Common, Tim Robbins, and then Rashida Jones. What a weird cast. Now, I'm, when... I turned the trailer on. I had remembered, like, this is a story that we've talked about probably a few times on this podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, and to see it finally hit trailer form, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm in. Like, because, like, this is the same people who make the foundation. I'm like, oh, well, okay. I mean, not the same people, but I mean, just Apple TV in general. Like, I'm trusting Apple TVs at the sci fi's at this point. So, isn't it about all the people living in that silo? Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, there's no outside Which, world you know, type shit. It gives you those, like, Snowpiercer vibes. Divergent, Snowpiercer, 
Especially since you see the like the the platform where they're growing all the food. That's super Snowpiercer. Right. And I'm guessing our up and down is going to be based upon fucking how much money you make. And there's going to be some sort of mystery behind it all. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch that. That, that's, that. That looks pretty good. Also, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors, we talked about Creed 3 a little bit ago, but now they plan to have a collaboration partnership like De Niro and Pacino. Hey, I'm with it. I'm down. Like, I like Jonathan Majors is a great actor. Michael B. Jordan. What kind of movie would we like to see Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors do next? Give me. I want to see, like. Dirty Cop, bro. A a lawyer drama or something. Michael B. Jordan did a lawyer one and it failed. You don't remember that? He did Just Mercy. Yeah, but let him be, like. The villain? Some DA or something like that. Like. Let okay. him be the straight man. Let Jonathan Majors be like this guy who just like it's crazy. I'm save my client, like oh, let him be like some Lincoln guy. lawyer shit. Bro. Okay, I see what you're saying. I'm down with that. Let him do. Let him do their version of Heat. Shit, I'll take. I'll take Jonathan Majors, Michael B. Jordan, Heat. Like the one be a bank robber, the other one's a cop. I'm down for that. Or you can have them solve a murder. I don't know if one of them could be a murderer, the other one be a cop. I, that'd be interesting, but. Have them both be cops solving a murder. You could throw in Lakeith Stanfield as the murderer. Yeah. He could pull that off for sure. <laughs> so I think that's an interesting thing to watch moving forward. But we do know what Jonathan Majors is doing next. He is going to star in Amazon Studios' movie called The Understudy. Uh, Spike leaves and talks to direct. The project tells the story of life imitating art when the understudy of a Broadway production finds a role he's willing to kill for. So here's your Jonathan Majors being a murderer. Hey, look, I'm ready for it. I saw that. I was like, okay, that's lit. Like, see, there's certain guys that I want to start seeing douche cool shit. Jonathan Majors is one. Michael B. Jordan, you're a director now, so let's get away from that blockbuster shit. John David Washington, where you at? Robert Pattinson's coming back. Adam Driver, what you doing? And then, like, you know who's the the white guy that's kind of taking over Timothy Chalamet's role in my heart? Uh, Je- Jeremy Allen White, baby! Jeremy Allen yeah, White! He's, he's going into the movie world! My man might star in Devil in the White City now that Leo and Marty are out of there. So I thought, like, that, I thought that whole show was just canned. Well, they said, I, I read that they, like, may bring it back. Like, Disney, they're in talks of with he was the director. Who, him? Yeah. Oh, no, I thought Keanu Reeves was a star. No, it was like Keanu, Leonardo DiCaprio, and I thought Jeremy Allen White were all already attached to it. Oh, well, the and thing right, it. It was with the new director is like Mark something, and then it's like Jude Law and Jeremy Allen White behind it. But either way, even if it doesn't happen, I'm still behind Jeremy Allen White, man. want to see him get some more roles. That's another one. Yeah, well, yeah, we kind of talked Jonathan Majors stardom into existence, so I might as well. We can start. start we we definitely talked Jonathan Majors stardom into existence. We've been we've been rocking with that dude since the Five Bloods, even before then, like Lovecraft. Right. We were we were on Jay. We were on Jonathan Majors early. You're right. We definitely were. Um, and another guy that I know, Lyndon, you've been wanting to see do more is John Boyega, and he's mm-hmm. now set to star in a sci-fi romance called The Freshening. From okay. director Kathy Yan of Birds of Prey fame. Uh, the film is set in America, dominated by a public health initiative known as the Freshening, where everyone is only able to see their own race and gender. In this near future other world, Sam and Reese, played by Boyega, 
meat on a drug that temporarily reverses its effects. I wonder if that oh, means yeah. like, like if I was looking at you, you would be like, you know, Let's my race man, <laughs> and like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if yeah, like, like every it... person you look at is the race and gender, or like, can you only see people that are like you? Damn, that's interesting. So, like, will we we not see women? That's what I'm guessing. (laughs) That's so interesting. I'm guessing, guessing like, everyone would either look like you or you can only see the people who fit in your race and gender. So, damn, I'm only dating dudes that look like me? Oh, man, that's so whack. (laughs) That's so whack. So Jonathan Boyega make doing the drug that reverses it, so he's going to look for some woman. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I'm just letting you know now when this drops, Fox News is going to be all over it. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. Like just, when I, I, I when I read the story, I was like, real, real quick. I was like, this is going to be on Tucker Carlson this week. It's not at all. <laughs> I mean, that's true though. Yeah, right. Like John, Tucker yeah. Tucker Carlson's headlines would be like, "They are making a movie. This is what the liberals want. Like this is this is what you get when you vote for the Democrats. They want everyone to be the same race and gender." <laughs> You're right. They're gonna be talking about it. Oh shit, that's so true. Oh my god, that, that's why I had to just like speak when you said when you were telling me about it. I had to just like talk this out aloud to see like so what's it gonna be but like hey i have no problem with that but i'm just letting y'all know now it's gonna blow up on fox whenever it drops like this is weird i'm gonna be honest with you it's weird <laughs> oh man john boyega i don't know if that's what i wanted you to do but okay <laughs> uh, so we've talked about wind river two but there's an update uh, jason clark scott eastwood and chastik spencer will okay. star in the sequel to wind river um, entitled Wind, Wind River, the next chapter. Uh, it's directed by Emmy-nominated um, director Kari Skogland. Wait, what did she do? She Isn't she... Didn't she do something popping? Let me look it up real quick. And um, Patrick Massette and John Zinman have penned the screenplay. Uh, Martin Sesmeyer is going to reprise his role as Chip Hansen. And according to the official description, the sequel involves the investigation into a series of ritualistic murders on the Wind River Reservation. Uh, to solve the case, the FBI enlists Chip Hansen, a newly minted tracker for the U.S. fishing game, who becomes embroiled in a desperate and dangerous fight between authorities, a vigilante, and the reservation. So oh, Jason damn. definitely a vigilante. Okay. I'm interested in I'm, this. I guess. I'm interested in Wind River, too. But the thing is... uh. Who's more? Oh, okay, that guy's Chip. Okay, I was about to say because like, is which McCallit coming back? Uh, uh, Jeremy. Yeah, so I'm Jeremy Renner. Okay, and Karis Goglin did the Americans in Falcon Winter Soldier. That's what we know. And she directed the Punisher TV show and Handmaid's Tale. So she's done a lot of good, a lot of good TV. Yeah, I think Handmaid's Tale is where she did get nominated because that's the most shows she she's directed. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. Well, yeah. That shit. Shit. She could definitely do it. Uh. It. Wait. Is what's his name still writing that? Is um. No, is uh. 
Taylor Sheridan? John Zingman. I don't know about them. Taylor Sheridan might be involved. This was just uh, a story about the updated casting. I didn't go too deep into producers. Okay, for real. I'm, I'm gonna see if I'm gonna see if he's writing it because that that changes how I feel about it. Definitely. Oh, he's not writing it. Oh, interesting. So okay, he might be a little busy. Yeah, he. Well, yeah, definitely, definitely is busy. Okay, for sure. Well, I'll give it a um, shot. So- so 20th Century Studios announced new plot details and cast additions for their latest alien film. Uh, the film will follow a group of young people on a distant world who find themselves in confrontation with the most terrifying life form in the universe. So it's going to be young cast. Mm. Uh, that includes um, Isabella Merced from Rosalind, Spike Fern from The Batman, Eileen Wu uh, from Away From Home, and Kaylee Spaney is the lead. She's from Mayor of Easttown. Um, a few other names are within that cast, but it is a younger group, which I'm pretty excited to see in an alien movie. Oh, wait, is that the daughter from Mayor of Easttown? Yes. Oh, okay. Good for her. Getting the lead in the alien movie. So they're going young. I guess they're trying to start it all over. Something like that. Or it's just, you know, a younger group who gets encounters it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. It's like, you think it's going to connect like to Prometheus and all that shit? Yeah, probably. Okay. Some, in some way or another. For real? Okay, well, it better, because if not, then then it's like, damn, why did I watch all that shit for? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, the second you know. Prometheus is really good. Um, the Pokemon Detective Pikachu sequel has finally caught a director, Jonathan Kreisel, the co-creator from Portlandia. Oh, um, so I didn't even know we were getting a second one. I didn't yeah, know we'd cool. get the second one either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Show me more Pokemon battles. Um, John Cena, Aquafina, and Samu Lu are set to star in an action comedy called Grand Death Lotto for a Prime Video. Paul Feig will produce and direct. Haven't heard of his name in a while. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, Grand Death Lotto is set in the near future where a competition known as the Grand Lottery has been established in an economically challenged California. Uh, there's a catch, though. The k- kill the winner before sundown, and you can legally claim their prize. New L.A. transplant Katie, played by Aquafina, actually accidentally finds herself with a winning ticket and must join forces with the amateur jackpot protector, played by Cena, to make it to sundown in order to claim her billion-dollar prize, all while dealing with um, Noel's protection rival, Louis Lewis, played by Lou, who also wants to get her to sundown in order to claim his protection commission so it's Ooh. two guys who want to protect aquafina but they're like battling to protect her that sounds pretty interesting funny enough that sounds like a spin on an old de niro movie that sounds like a spin on wait what the hell is this movie called i gotta say this because i'm gonna sound smart as hell if 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 people know what i'm talking about hold on what the fuck is this movie called i, I literally watched it midnight run do you know do you know what midnight run is yeah Okay, so a bounty hunter pursues a, a, a mafia accountant who's being chased by a rival bounty hunter, and it, each bounty hunter is trying to get the target and bring him in to claim the bounty. So I think that's very interesting. It's just the flip of it. In, in, instead of you know bringing someone in to claim the bounty, you're protecting them so you get paid. I like this this little premise. John Cena, I like as the guy. I just don't know if I can believe Simi Lemieux 
is beating up John Cena. Sorry. Like, <laughs> I get man Shang-Chi, but, like, <laughs> come on. They're not, they're not fighting each other. They're fighting other people to protect her. So you don't think one of them's going to go like, try to kill the other so people. they could get the protection thing? Like, they're probably just going to capture her and, like, run with her and then like oh, okay, when another okay. dude is fighting someone else and like he'll come and like take her away and like okay 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 yeah. either way either way if they the perfect cast for oh this. yeah no yeah. she's she's a good lead and i like john cena in this too yeah so i i, I like it pretty well like we'll, we'll you know we'll have to see with some some Mio Lu as he continues his rise and his acting post post shang chi for sure what he can do so this is a good movie for him. This is gonna be pretty cool. He has this in Barbie, man. Yeah. Uh, so Barry recently put out his teaser. I didn't want to talk about it because you haven't been watching, but uh, the season four premieres April sixteenth, and it'll be the final season, which is, makes sense based on where they are at this point. You excited? He's in jail right now. Oh damn, he's in jail. Yeah. What do he do? He kills some. Some they caught him killing somebody. They finally, it all finally caught up to him. Oh, damn, real. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited for it. It's going to be great. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Holy shit. I just, I just hope uh, the ringer does the compare the side podcast along with it, like they did last season, where Bill Hader is like talking about it after mm-hmm. the show comes out because, like, listen to him talk about it, it makes it so much better. Oh, he probably will. I don't see. I don't see. There's no way that he probably won't. Will. Yeah. Um, Nick Palazzo, who was the creator of True Detective, or Peter Lotto, um, he's set up a Western drama series at Amazon with a series commitment. Uh, the untitled series is said to revolve around a former outlaw who must reckon with a threat from his past in order to keep the life and family he has worked so hard to build. You know, the same old song and dance, but could be pretty interesting. Yeah, it's shit. It just depends on who he's getting to be uh to be the lead. I think that could be a role, a good role for someone. Right. Nick Piz- yeah. Pizzolato is a good he shit. He's a good creator. He made True Detective shit. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, this is like True Detective season one in any way. I'm down. Same. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. It is kind of like. The same old Western story. It's not. I don't really but, see anything about it that's like too different than. No, but it's like it's all about who you cast and what they do in it. Like most westerns are the same, but it's about who you cast and how you stylize it. Because like the harder they fall, that was just a black western with good acting. Like I'm trying to think of the most. Tombstone was like a historical western, but with like good acting. And then you go back to like Unforgiven. It's taking the old Clint Eastwood tropes and putting them on their head. Like, the 310 Yuma remake is just like, okay, let's put Russell Crowe and Christian Bale in a Western. That shit worked. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, at this point, where Amazon, I feel like they already had that one Western. It failed. Out of Banks? Oh, wait. No, you're, you th- you're thinking of... You're thinking of... Uh, out of Range? Out of outer range, just yeah, okay. Thinking of outer range, but they had to have the Emily Blunt one, and then they, I think they're the studio that has the uh, no, that's that's Paramount, the one with the black guy. I forgot who's playing it. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think that is Paramount, yeah, I think that's Paramount. So, never mind. Yeah, this could be, yeah, you know, to the western of Paramount, even though a lot of people who have Amazon. 
and Paramount through Amazon. True. I'm sure they bank off of. True, true, true. That's how that is how I watch Paramount. I'm trying to see. I'm looking through their original series to see like how many Western type shows they have. Just because, oh yeah, out of range, like we said, and the English is the show. Man, I'm shocked. Man in the High Castle never really like popped off. Popped off. I think they just missed. You think it was like before, and people really were watching Amazon. Yeah, it was like one of their shows to try to get people going. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, cause there's some shows on here that like. As I'm scrolling through, they should they have some pretty good ones that just didn't pop. So, but yeah, no, you're right. Okay, I see the other Western. Yeah, that's the Emily Blunt one. Okay. Yeah, and that's it. So this could be the this could be their new thing. I could be I could get down with it, especially since I don't know if Jack Ryan's coming back for another season. Yeah. So you need your like action oriented okay. show. They got Reacher and Terminals. So. Oh yeah, Reacher is coming back. True. True, 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 true. And Terminal List. Yeah, I need to watch Terminal List. I just need to get in on it. Thanks. So, but okay. Right, well, yeah, that brings us a movie on the rise. All right, it's time for Movie on the Rise segment where we give you a new movie or TV show dropping this week. Shuba, what you got? Um, I got Scream. Okay, And nice. um, that's a pretty obvious one. I think it's going to be maybe one of the best Screams ever. Okay. Yeah. It, de- it seems and, uh, like it will be. Yeah, I just want to like throw out some trailers in case they get lost in the fold for next week. Uh, I watched the trailer for Wildflower. Wildflower. I think people should check that out. I don't really want to explain too much about it, uh, but you should check it out. And then uh, the trailer to Catch a Killer, which has Shailene Woodley and Ben Mendelsohn, where okay. Shailene Woodley is a cop who is has a drug problem which is why she never got recruited by the fbi but she sees a pattern in like a serial killer and the fbi recruits her to find the serial killer it looks okay. pretty badass i'm not gonna lie nice okay i rock with that so i got two things one netflix has a new show called outlast this is the, the description in the extreme alaskan wild 16 survivalists compete for a chance to win a massive cast prize but these lone wolves must be part of a team to win. So it's people trying to survive together in the wilderness to win some money. You know that's going to go out of bounds. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to watch it. And then the other thing I got is Luther Fallen Son drops this week. Uh, the, this is the Luther movie. For everybody who watched Luther, the TV show is one of my favorites. The fact that the movie's dropping, I'm watching it. Also, uh, you part two this week comes out. Oh, does it? Yeah, March 9th. Um, are you watching Perry Mason? Wait, is that out? Yes. Oh shit! I'm jumping on that. I didn't know that was out. I haven't watched season one of Perry Mason, but I did see like this the lead up to to two, and I'm like, oh, I probably would really like the show. Look, I like season one. Oh shit. Oh yeah, I'm I'm watching this tonight. <laughs> Perry Mason's back. I never, I didn't think they would make a second season. That's awesome. They do. Uh, right. So let's yeah. let's talk about some of the shows. Um, I want to start with Poker Face. Uh, the one thing I mentioned to you off air that I didn't catch until listening to one of the companion podcasts is that there's a lot of talk around 
from last week's episode, uh, episode eight, uh, as a Kathleen Kennedy reference. That no way. This was that this was like Ryan Johnson taking a shot at Kathleen Kennedy and like her company. Oh, in Escape from Shit Mountain. No, the one before. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, with oh, the, with the special producers. effects one? Oh, damn. Oh, shit. So, okay. Like, he not coming back to do Star Wars if that's the case. Probably not. <laughs> like, I, like, it fits him better here, man. It just does. And, and like, uh, I did the research. I watched an episode of Columbo. This shows the exact same as Columbo. Oh, Except, okay. like, Columbo is a cop. Okay. Okay, real. But like the way the Columbo works is like the same beats as Charlie almost. The only thing that's different about Poker Face is an episode like this past week, the Shit Mountain episode. This episode was off of Wall Bongers uh, from like the lead, the the open with um, JGL. JGL, he, he got his classic Ryan Johnson, baby. He's in everything. I loved it. It was a good opener. It was a good opener. You know, he hit someone in the car. You're like, who did he hit? Then you like see Charlie go off and do her like frolicking with some like sexy hobo. Yeah, who would have thought she would have been with a man? Like, would have found a would have found a lover, and then JGL yeah. hits her ass. Yeah, and then we find out that that's who he hits, and we're like, holy shit! And then uh, fucking old boy from Umbrella Academy in there doing a good job, mind you. Right. He did a really good job in this role. I think, like, I haven't, we haven't really, I haven't seen him do too much outside of a Royal Academy. I do remember I've seen him do some other things, but this was a pretty good showing from him. I agree. And, you know, having to spar pretty much in the same arena as JGL, Stephanie Shu, and uh, Natasha Leon yeah. is in, in a, a singular one shot like one setting episode episode he killed he did a good job yeah no for sure and the fact that she ended up in the hospital and like barely alive and then isn't cliff outside waiting for her ass yeah like she thought she was okay because like she was declared dead because (laughs) stephanie shu had her id and uh and ben bratz just went out there waiting on her Damn, Natasha. So is next week? Is this week the finale? Yes. Ooh, okay, nice. Hype for this. Shit, Poker Face is gonna get a solid at least eight point nine out of ten from me as long as it finishes finishes strong. That's one in Emmy. Mm, you think? I don't know what yet. For but cast, they might win for like there's Emmys that they do for guest stars. Oh yeah, they could get that. They could definitely get I that. I think easily. they'll probably get that. Easily. Um, and I too. think uh Ryan might get director. Oh, yeah, he deserves it. It was it shit. The way that he's been flipping things it on depends our head. On what episode they pick. It's been good. Also, oh, I gotta say Grand Crew season two for my people. You know, this is Black Friends. Lyndon just keeps y'all up to date on, you know, that he watches Black Friends. Uh it is season two is out. So it is on Peacock. And, you know, if you want to enjoy watching some black people do some fun shit and drink wine, you know, basically do what friends did. Check it out. Uh, uh, Echo Kellum in there. 
and that and, and that girl from uh, what she's from. It's the it's the the bigger girl. I don't know what she. I don't know her name. Um, but Nicole Byer. Yeah, Nicole Byer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, all I know is that I'm gonna be watching that show soon because um, we were watching Line Warner the one of the other weeks. Like a commercial came up on mm-hmm. Peacock, and she was like, "Ah, oh. my girlfriend was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna.' I, I think." I like that show. Like, all right, it, it's it. a good show. Look, Lyndon watches it. So when you catch up, let me know. <laughs> let me know. Um, so let's talk uh, Last of Us. This all right, you're going to have to lead us through this. I, I fell asleep during it. I don't blame you. <laughs> I was tired. I fell asleep during it. And this was, no. wasn't this learning about, uh, all I remember is that the girl who is Ellie, uh, in the game is her mom. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's Ellie from the game. Not her, just the mom in in the episode. Yeah, right? the mom in the episode. Ellie. Yeah, that's real. That's like who plays Ellie in the game. Yeah, and the right hand man of the leader of that colony is the guy who plays Joel in the game. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Okay, real. So, I mean, it was pretty cool to have those two get cast in something. This is a really badass Ellie episode. It's supposed to represent the time in the game where you play as Ellie, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't really do, like, a lot of, like, good video game-ass sneaking around badass shit, but she does some badass shit um, and some really great acting from Bella Ramsey. And the second half of that episode, it, it does move a little slow. People were upset because um, they cut a big, a big Joel like fight scene out for or cut scene like that had some action in it. Whatever. I thought that this was a pretty effective episode leading into our finale next week. Um, I think Last of Us has had some pretty strong episodes this this season as a cohesive season. You know, I think it's upper tier, not god tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think it's I don't think it's the best up. show HBO's ever put out, but I do think it's a good show. I don't even think it's the best apocalypse show HBO's put out, but that's mm-hmm. my personal opinion because I like Station Eleven a lot better than the show. Hmm, I don't know. I... It has, you know, if there was more zombies in the show, maybe I'd I'd get with it. But like, they didn't put as many clickers. You know, I'm telling me, you, there should have been more clickers and more bloaters. You're gonna tell me a human apocalyptic story. I prefer the human apocalyptic story of Station Eleven than this. When you're than this, uh, but what we had in the shit almost prefer the leftovers Henry episode was almost prefer the leftovers uh, human apocalyptic shit than this. Right, so it, it, the same in Henry episode is the one for me. Like I think that was if, if I was gonna send if I was Last of Us and I'm sending an episode into the Emmys, it's, it's episode three. Mm-mm. Which way? Which one you send? I mean, you could send the the Frank one. Oh, you talking you about with, with the with the uh, little black I'm boy and his brother? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's the one you send him. Yeah, facts. Okay. That's the one you're sending. Facts. No, I'm with you. I agree on that. All right. Now let's awesome. let's talk. Fire Katie Sackoff back in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Have, she's have, a little jaded. I think that she and Amanda are gonna be fighting here. For sure, she's still salty about the dark saber. Yeah, she's she's pissed. Mm-hmm. She lost everything. So wait, was Sabine was uh not Sabine was my girl uh I don't remember was Sasha Banks in this episode? No. 
She wasn't okay. I thought she wasn't. She's probably one of these mercenaries going across the galaxy. Mm, true, 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 true. But wait, wasn't she? I thought she was with Bo Katan the last time we saw her. We, we, yeah, it's true. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Bo Katan is pretty much like by herself now. True. Like, all, all the army and people that she got behind her, like, once Dan got the Darksaber, like, oh, yeah, well, call us when the guy who has the Darksaber. Oh, so that's, so they really left her. Be- oh, yeah, she's definitely salty. Okay. Yeah. Super that's salty. Her, that's the whole, that's when she came back without the Darksaber, they all left. That's what she said. Okay. Well, I also hate how she like, well, I don't hate. She just told him like all that that goodbye she told him was like so sketchy and like you you want to fight him. Yeah, she she wants him to die. She definitely wants him to die. So like, see, and the thing is, before this season, I thought they were going to be like allies. So he has to go on this pilgrimage to get back in good graces with his people. Cuz if not, he's fucked. Yeah, there's no side. The only thing, it, the only other option he has is to go be the marshal. Oh, with a, uh, with a, uh, with, with a, uh, wait, wait, where? In Navarro with Brief Cargo. Oh, yeah. I was, that's why I was, I was, I was confused with you for a second. I was like, I, are you talking about going to be with uh, Grief Cargo as his top bounty hunter guy? Yeah, no, it's, he wants to be the marshal. He wants him to, like, be the top. Look. He pulled look, the riffraff out. Look, I mean, he, that's not a bad job. But he's he's, he's got, got, a, he's got a, a nice little plot of land next to the hot springs. Mm-hmm. And the city is 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 calm now. It's not as bad as it used to be. Look, I I think Mando should settle down, but he's not doing that. He's going to we're going to Mandalore, bro. He's going to Mandalore. He's got to bathe in the mines and show proof. Like I, I guess he's gonna take a selfie or something. Like I don't know what he's gonna do. <laughs> and have proof that he did it so he could be back in the way. Yeah. So okay, so this is interesting. Do you think we're gonna just end up on Mandalore with a big war between Bo Katan's side and his people's side? Because if that's the case, then like I don't know who to pull for because all during Clone Wars, you told me that Bo Katan was a good person and fucking right. and his people and Din's people are bad. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work. Like maybe in some way they come together, but to come together against what? The pirates, like, who's the common enemy here? <laughs> yeah, I don't the know. Are coming back. They are. He, he's coming back. Which, you know, if we have to say the highlight of this episode for me, it was anything that had to do with the ship. Yeah, that was that was like you said, that was one of the best space battles in Mar in uh Star Wars. Yeah, it was like a horror movie. Like yeah. the way that the music was and the way that he popped out. And, and like kill people, it was like hard. also the fact that they gave it, that he was like a plant creature, dude looked like Swamp Thing. He looked like Davy Jones. Yeah, but you don't think Swamp Thing in the Swamp face? Thing, yeah, Swamp Thing for sure. He looked like old Greg, if we're being real. Mm, yeah, no, he did. Uh, but like, oh man, I'm just I'm just excited to see what happens next. With uh, with Bo Katan and where they go from here, like she's it's like she's gonna have to, like I like she's gonna have to go in and try to take Mandalore by force. Well, she got to do a one v one with uh with Din. That's what's gonna have to happen in Mandalore. You think it's gonna happen after he bathes in the in the mines? Possibly. Like I think he's gonna bathe in the mines, and then like some people are gonna blow it up. Hmm. Damn, could be Bo Katan's people that tries to blow it up. 
exactly. So, okay. So wait, why didn't people like this episode? I don't know. What people didn't like is that there were things that were said in this episode that were already said in the book of Boba Fett, chapter five. Like they repeated that Moff Gideon was at a war tribunal, but Din had told his cohort that that's what had happened. And then Din asks about it. And then Grief Karka tells him about what happened in this. So it's just like, they're like, well, it, he's already, he already knows. And it's Why just is like, he asking? yeah, what Dave and John Favreau had to do in this episode is like, well, we can't assume that you watch everyone has watched yeah. Book of Boba Fett. So we have to like repeat some things like that whole first scene between the armorer and Din was yeah, like that was repeated. Yep. Um, when it happened, the only thing that you got out of that was a cool Mandalorian ritual and Din showing up to blow the guts out of some, you know, water worm. Yeah. <laughs> Dinosaur crocodiles, what it's officially Di- called. You, you know, Filoni yeah. loves his animals, man. Uh, so, yeah, speaking of that, you know, the, uh, the hyperspace squids or whatever are back, back at it. So, wait, that was them? Yeah. That's the uh, so wait that's some for people who don't know that's some fuck shit from rebels. That's the, some the, rebels, yeah. The whales, the fucking whales. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah that's one hundred percent what they were. The space whales. That's crazy. Okay, I forgot, that I forgot like their official name. They have like an official name. No, re- okay, yeah, that's why rebels fans are freaking out. But rebel fans are going to keep freaking out because we're going to get Ezra in Ahsoka. So don't worry. It's coming. Pur- Purgle. That's what they're called. They're called Purgles. The Purgles. The- they're one with the Force, so. Yeah. The Something fucking Purgles. Like what a crazy episode that was of Rebels. Trash. <laughs> uh, so, that- that's all what's going on with the Mandalorian. We'll have a new episode this week. I think it's going to ramp up. Think yeah, definitely. Because but- we're going to be in Mandalore. Shit. Loving being back in the world. No, 100%. Good start up. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a bad episode. Like I told you off air, it was just like a, a bunch of lore. And I'm yeah. not mad at lore. Yeah. Uh, but that wraps up everything up for this episode of the Bros Who Binge Podcast. Big episode coming up with the two finales of Poker Face and Last of Us and another Mando. Yep. Um. So, Linda, let people know where they can find you on social media and what's going on with the network. You can follow me at LimbyWT. Uh, this week we got uh some uh my no we got a kaiju number eight video dropping tomorrow. We also will have some form of the work shoot show dropping later this week where we'll review uh AEW's Revolution. Also, me and Ian are gonna be reviewing Desperados tomorrow. Uh, Desperado tomorrow. The uh the classic uh the Robert Rodriguez yeah the classic film. Uh, wait, is it Desperado? Are we doing El Mariachi? No, we're doing Desperado. It's not. No, you're doing Desperado. Yeah, Desperado. It's not El Mariachi. So yeah, we're doing that tomorrow. That'll be out, and then on next week's episode or later this week, I'm gonna I'm gonna decide whether or not I want to drop it early or wait till next week's episode and put it on, or I might just drop it on YouTube and then put it on next week's episode. But I'm gonna watch Creed, and me and Little Ranch will talk about it because I'm hyped. He was telling me you gotta go see it for all those anime references. He was hyping it up. He was like. Bro, there's one shot that's just mimics Frieza and, and Goku lick for lick. And I was like, okay, bro, stop. Like, I want to go see it, you asshole. 
Yeah, I heard that there's one that's like that, and then there's one that's like Naruto. I heard that, like, I, I saw one where it was Michael B. Jordan gave himself damn near a showering gun, and some dude was about to punch, and he, he did his eyes like, like Sasuke does the, <laughs> and he looked, and he dodged, and I was like, ain't no way, bro. No. He went up and hit him with uh, two in his ribs, then got up, watched his eyes do it again. I was like, this nigga, this dude's on some Sasuke shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's why some people have a lit rate, though. They just don't get this animation. They don't get it. They don't, they're like, this isn't boxing. This is not Rocky. What am I watching? <laughs> they just want to see like two dudes just slug it out, like no strategy, just beat the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah. Cause they, they basically, I heard like they do the anime thing where it's like, you 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 do the perspective like of the two people in the heads and it's like thinking about which move they're gonna do and then do, yeah maybe that's why people didn't like it but I'm gonna dig that. All right, well, um, that's that's everything that's going on the Bros Who Binge Network. Make sure you catch us next week for more Bros Who Binge. You can catch me on uh, Twitter at shubsbwt. I hope everyone out there has a great week and as always, keep binging. <laughs>